Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you, and we still got lots of things to uh, hit up on. We got Pick'em from high school football mm -hmm. to do a supersized playoff edition. If you thought last week was a lot of uh, picks, this week is going to be even better as well. And we got NASCAR to talk about. NASCAR Pick'em as well with the regular season or the their playoffs the third round. winding down. Yes. And... Uh, the season entirely yeah. winding down. Two weeks left. Only two weeks left in the NASCAR season. And so we get to that and pick them as well for that. And of this date in sports history as well. Mm -hmm. And are we having entertainment or no? We are having entertainment. Oh, we're having entertainment. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, love it. yeah, yeah. Suck you back in. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Well, something sucks. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll try to get a win on entertainment this yes. weekend. And uh, first, before I get to any of that, is there anything on the Sports Center? Yes. Uh, the White Sox have a new person running the bullpen. Sometimes reporting that the South Siders hired Angels pitching coach Matt Wise to be their new bullpen coach yesterday. Matt Wise. Yep. So uh, it's a wise move. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Although, when I think of great bullpens, I don't really think of the Angels. No, you don't. Uh, as we talked about, Illinois fighting a lot of men's basketball team will wrap up exhibition play with a game against number one Kansas coming up this Sunday. Yep, should be should be fun. Yep. I'll be uh, uh, listening in on that. Yep. For sure. Uh, the Colts have a positive update regarding the recovery of their top draft pick. Anthony Richardson's agent tweeted that the rookie quarterback completed his first day of shoulder rehab on Thursday. Hmm. There's that. Dalvin Cook is not too fond of his current role. The running back recently admitted he is frustrated with his uses with the Jets and will be speaking to his agent and general manager about the possibility of a trade. I saw that. Didn't he just go there? He did. Okay. Just... I mean, what what were you expecting? Right. Well, he wanted to play with Aaron Rodgers, not Zach Wilson. I guess so, but, I mean, you signed there and you knew that Brees Hall was there and – I, I don't get it. I don't either. Uh, one member of the Sixers roster is now under league investigation. According to ESPN, the NBA is investigating whether the 76ers and guard James Harden are in violation of the league's new player participation policy for their opening night nationally televised game in Milwaukee against the Bucks. League spokesperson said they are looking at the facts surrounding Harden's availability to determine if his lack of participation is for an approved reason. From what I heard, he was not allowed on the plane. Not allowed on the plane. That's what I saw, is that the security would not let him on the plane. Like the 76ers security would not allow James Harden on the plane. Hmm. Well. That's just what I heard. So take it with a grain of salt. Sure. And that's Sports Center. That's your Sports Center. Hmm. Uh, I also saw that last night in that uh, Suns-Lakers game that the uh, Suns already trying to pin the rules of the yep. uh, star players. Which we knew they were going to. I mean, they violated three things that the NBA was trying to avoid of star players sitting out on the road, of star players sitting out on national television and whatnot. They had Booker, who just dropped that ama all those amazing points on opening night against the Warriors, and he sits out. Beal sat down as well, mm -hmm. and they were listed with some injuries, but still. So I'm, I'm glad we, we solved the issue of... Um, Solve the issue of resting right, star exactly. players. Yeah. Um, there you go. Thought that was interesting last night. 
So, um, all right. So uh, before we get to the uh, football pick 'em or anything, let's talk about some uh, NFL action uh, for this weekend. But before we get to the weekend, uh, the Bills last night beat the Bucks twenty-four to eighteen. Josh Allen had a couple of uh, passing touchdowns. He also ran another one in as well. But the Bills, 24-18. Hail Mary for yeah. the Bucks last night. Could have been complete. But Chris Godwin wasn't looking at the football. Um, but they were a Hail Mary away. Buffalo was from losing this game. But, yeah. hey, they escape. A win is a win, Travis. A win is a win. It was ugly. But they got it. And... Bills approved to a five and a three on the season, uh, and then uh, action of this weekend at noon. You got the Vikings, Packers, Falcons squaring off against the Titans. Saints are in Indy to take on the Colts. Patriots are at the Dolphins. We got a, a New York battle between the Jets and Giants, Jags, Steelers, Eagles, Commanders, Texans, Panthers. And that's all at the noon window. And also at the noon window is my Rams against them boys, the Cowboys in Dallas. And six-point favorites are the Cowboys in that one. Uh, The 3 o'clock window looks like we got the Browns against the Seahawks. You got the Chiefs traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. Uh, Ravens are in Arizona to take on the Cardinals. And Bengals are at the uh, 40. Niners will Brock Purdy play is it going to be Sam Darnold the start with uh, Purdy being a concussion possibly a concussion protocol we'll just have to wait and see mm-hmm. um, and then the uh, Bears get the Sunday night game as they're against the Chargers this week in LA Ugh. Chargers favored by eight and a half in this one against uh, Bajent and the Bears don't know what we did to deserve that uh, well, yeah, we all get lucky with <laughs> with these uh, primetime games. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Monday Night Football, you got the uh, Raiders traveling to Detroit to take on the uh, Lions. Lions trying to bounce back from their performance last week against the Ravens. Uh, Detroit's still favored by eight points here. I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo's in that game either, so... Why that line is so skewed, and nobody's on buys this week. Nope. So everybody in action. So that's what we got for the NFL for this week. Sounds good. All right. So let's continue with the uh, football theme here, and we'll get to the uh, super size edition, the super size playoff edition of a football pick'em. <laughs> Round one of the high school playoffs, supersized edition of Pick'em. Before we get to the high school, let's start with the pros. Sure. We only have two games on the pro level. Mm-hmm. We got Bears and Chargers, Travis. Chargers, minus eight and a half. Who you got? Eight and a half's a big number for a Chargers team that hasn't been amazing. I will take the Bears here. Plus eight and a half. We'll take the Bears plus eight and a half. I, I don't know if they'll win, but it's the Chargers. 
They always seem to play close games. I will say the Bears as well because their new quarterback's going to get them the win. There you go. There you go. Bajent. Yes. Saints at Colts. Saints minus one, Travis. This one's so hard. Mm-hmm. I'll take the Colts. So Travis is going to go plus Colts one. Plus one. I'll go. I'll go Saints. I don't know why. Just I am. Just to be different from you. Okay. All right. Let's Fair get into this pick'em. Okay. So we will start with the one eight-man game. Yes, that's right, Travis. What? We have an eight-man playoff game we're going to talk about. We're throwing a man in here? There's only one team from the area. we got to talk about them. They're the Cinderella story of eight-man I've seen and listened to lots of different people talking about postseason, and everyone loves the story of Martinsville. Uh-huh. The school, how they were failing at football for so long, but they have become quite a Cinderella story, Travis. They will be hosting a playoff game. Will the Martinsville Blue Streaks, they will host the 12-seed River Ridge. Travis, who you got in that one? Wow, I... Unprepared for that, weren't you? I, yeah, I'm completely thrown off here by the eight-man action. Hmm... Cinderella's story. They played good. They've only lost two games this year, and those were two of the two of the top seeds. Mm-hmm. River Ridge got to make a heck of a drive because eight man's only sixteen teams. They just seed them. There's no north south. So sure. I'll go Martinsville here then. Martinsville for Travis. Uh. 28-26. for Mr. Sparks. I also will go Martinsville. And I will go 30-24. to 30-24. All right. Now we're going to get into the high school playoffs, Travis. And through the more st- traditional. The more traditional. The IHSA recognized playoffs as opposed to the unrecognized yes and travis i have a third member of our group here third member a third member what yes there is a website i found i'm not going to tell you where it is because then you'll look ahead and that ruins the fun but there is a a website i found that predicts high school games that we will be using for the playoffs Hmm. actually now that i found this website we'll be using it for pick'em next year as well next year yes so here we go so, we'll start off. I want us to give our picks first, and then we'll go to the computer, because I don't want the computer to sway either of our picks. Right. Okay? So, we're starting off with the 16-seed Red Hill at the one-seed Camp Point Central. Travis, who you got? I got Camp Point Central. Camp Point Central. 42 to nothing. 42 to nothing, says Travis with Camp Point Central. I also will go Camp Point Central, and I will go 43 to nothing. The computer, by the way, says Camp Point Central 56 to nothing and gives Camp Point Central a greater than 99% chance of winning this game. 56 nothing. 56 nothing. All right, Travis, Tuscola at Belleville Altoff. Who you got? (sighs) I got Altoff Catholic. And I got all tough Catholic. 
38 to 21. 21. I will go all tough as well. And I will go 39 to 21. Computer, by the way, says Altoff Catholic, 56 to nothing with a 99% chance of winning. According to the computer model. Jeez. Villa Grove at Leroy. Travis, who you got? Or here, I'll go first. I'll go first. Villa Grove at Leroy. I got Leroy. And I got Leroy 28 to 14. 28 to 14. All right, so I uh, will be a homer here, and I will pick Villa Grove with the upset. Uh-huh. And I will go VG. Twenty-eight to twenty-one. Twenty-eight, twenty-one. Next up, Nakomis. What was the computer? Oh, the computer for that one. I'm sorry. Leroy, forty-two to seventeen, and Leroy with a ninety-five percent chance of winning. Okay. Okay. Next up, we got Nakomis at Greenfield. Travis, who you got? Yeah, I got Greenfield here. Greenfield. Forty to twenty. Forty to twenty. Uh, I also will go Greenfield. Uh, I don't think Nakomis will have the magic that they had against the Pirates, um, and I will say it will be thirty-five to twenty-eight. Thirty-five twenty-eight. The computer, by the way, says Greenfield forty-four to seven and gives Greenfield a net greater than ninety-nine percent chance of winning. 44 to 7. Yep. Next up, Cumberland uh-huh. at Casey. Cumberland versus Casey. I will pick first. <laughs> All right. I will go Pirates. He's going to do I'm it. I'm going to be a homer here. I'll go Pirates, and I'll go 22 to 21. 22 21. I like it. I will go just like the playoff show. I'll go opposite of you. I'll go KZ. Uh-huh. And I'll go KZ 21 to 20. 21-20. Computer says KZ 22 to 13 gives KZ a 73% chance of winning. Mm, finally a close game. Yes, yes. All right, 16 seed Quincy Notre Dame at one seed Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond. Travis, who you got? A lot of letters here. I got, of course, I got Arthur. Arthur, 36 to 21. 36 21. I also will go Arthur. And I'm going to say 30 to 28. Computer, Quincy Notre Dame, 28-22, chance of winning for Quincy Notre Dame. Boo. I, I know, right? All right, Pena at Nashville. I will go first, Travis. Uh, I will go Nashville. 
And I'll go Nashville, 35 to 28. I'll go Nashville as well. And I'll go Nashville, one to nothing. One to nothing. That's a smart call, I think. Computer says Nashville, 38-22, gives Nashville an 86% chance of winning. Piasaw at Athens, Travis. As much as I want the Birds to get their first win in the playoffs, I got to go Athens here. Mm -hmm. Or Athens. I've heard a lot of people pronounce it Athens. Whatever. Yeah. My apologies to... I said Athens, too. I think it should be Athens, because Athens like Greece. Athens, Athens. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. That's right. (laughs) I'll go Athens, Athens, and I will go with them... 31 to 21. 31, 21. Uh, I will go Athens as well. And I'm going to go one to nothing. Uh, computer says Athens 42 to 12. 97% chance for Athens to get the win. Next up, we have Trenton Wesleyan at Shelbyville. I will pick Shelbyville. Uh, 30 to 21. I will also go Shelbyville. Again, this is what they've built their entire season around. Mm-hmm. I know they built the conference championship, but this is what they've built, build, building to, not letting last year happen again. Yep. So I will go Shelbyville, and I'll go them, bounce them back, 42. 40, that's 4 2 to 17. 42 to 17. Uh, computer says Shelbyville, 35 to 13. Gives Shelbyville a 92% chance of advancing. Next up, we have Vandalia versus Lawrenceville. Travis, who you got? Next page. Next page. Vandy versus Lawrenceville. Yep. 10 7. I know. I feel like the popular pick here would be be Vandalia, but I'm gonna go Lawrenceville. I'm gonna go Lawrenceville 28 to 22. 28-22. I am going to go. Even though they haven't been playing as well this season, I'm still gonna go Vandalia. They are playoff tested, unlike Lawrenceville. Uh, Lawrenceville also benefited from that weak little Illini conference. And I will give it to Vandalia 35 to 21. Computer says Vandalia 35-27. With a 72% chance for Vandalia to advance. Next up we have Benton at Mount Carmel. I'll go first. Uh, I'll go Mount Carmel. And I'll go Mount Carmel 36. 36 to 24. I will go. I'll go Mount Carmel as well, but I'll go Mount Carmel thirty-seven to twenty. Thirty-seven to twenty. Computer says Mount Carmel thirty-five twenty-eight and gives Mount Carmel just a sixty-five percent chance of advancing. Oof. Next up, Clinton at Sullivan. Travis. Yeah, I'm rooting for Sullivan here because 
and because of the Clinton without mm -hmm. their starting QB, mm -hmm. they have some issues there. So I'll go Sullivan. And I'll go Sullivan. 31 to 14. 31, 14. Uh, I also will go Sullivan. Um, I'll go Sullivan, 1 nothing. One to nothing. Computer, by the way, Travis. Mm -hmm. Clinton, 34-26. Gives Clinton a 72% chance of advancing. Ooh. Don't know if they factored in the quarterback play or not. Just being honest on that one. Sure. Uh, Greenville hosting Fairfield. I will go first on this one. Uh, I will go Greenville. I will go Greenville 40-27. I also got the Comets here, Greenville. And I'll go uh, Greenville. One to nothing. Nothing. Computer says Greenville 35-14. Gives them a 90% chance of advancing. Next up, we have Litchfield at Olympia. Traps. Olympia. Ooh. I'll go the 10 seed. I'll go Litchfield. Been my Cinderella that I've hitched my wagon to. Mm -hmm. So why not I get this one? 28 to 26. 28 26. Uh. That Olympia, Travis, is that uh, Stanford Olympia? Stanford Olympia, yep. Yep, you know me. I don't pick Stanford anymore. They've burned me too many times, so I'm <laughs> staying away from Olympia. Even in high school. Yep, hey, Stanfield, Stanford, <laughs> don't care. Not picking it. I will go Litchfield, and I'll go one nothing. Okay. Computer, by the way, says Olympia, 35-14. Gives them a 90% chance to advance. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got 14-seed Paris at 3-seed Roxana. I will go first. Give me Roxana. And give me 49 to 10. Ooh, 49-10. That is a dangerous number. Mm -hmm. I'll also go Roxana here. <laughs> I'll go Roxana. 35 to 14. 14. Computer says Roxana 48 to 6 gives them a greater than 99% chance of advancing. <laughs> uh, Carlinville at St. Joe Ogden. St. Joe Ogden. Ah, I got St. Joe. St. Joe? St. Joe Ogden, and I got them 35 to 21. 35-21. Uh, I also will go St. Joe, and I will go 36 to 22. Not 26, Eric, learn how to type. 36 to 22. Uh, we'll 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 skip Effingham out. Who's got who's the computer? 
Oh, computer St. Joe Ogden, 40 to 21. I figured. 88% chance of advancing. Uh, Taylorville at Murfreesboro. Uh, I will pick first. Uh, I'm going to go Murfreesboro. Um, 42 to 10. I will also go Murfreesboro here. Um, I'll go Murfreesboro. Why not? 43 to 17. 17. Freeburg at Charleston. I'm assuming the computer took Murfreesboro. Yes, Murfreesboro. 38 to 7. 97% chance of advancing for Murfreesboro. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Freeburg at Charleston, Travis. Charleston. I will go Charleston here. And I got Charleston. 30 to 18. 30 to 18. I also will go Charleston. I'm going to go 31 to 20. Computer. Mm -hmm. Went Charleston 34-22 and gives Charleston a 77% chance of advancing. Wow. Muhammad. Troy Triad. I will pick first. Uh, I'll go Muhammad. Um... 38 to 20. I will also go Muhammad here. And I'll go Muhammad 39 to 20. Alright, Travis, that leaves us with one more. Effingham at Mount Zion. Oh, sorry, computer. Muhammad. 42 to 14. Gives Muhammad a 96% chance of advancing. Mm-hmm. Effingham, Mount Zion, Travis. Who you got? Oh, man. This one. This one's tough. Mm. Do it. You know you want to. <laughs> I... Wearing your Effingham heart shirt. I am. I got my heart scared on tonight. You do. Not today. Feels like tonight. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'll go Homer pick again. <laughs> I went reverse psychology last yep. time, but I, I'm not going to go that way this time. And I'm going to go 24 to 21. 24-21. Travis, I am going to go Mount Zion. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go... 25 to 20. What I find funny about that is in the regular season matchup, you picked Mount Zion and I picked Effingham. <laughs> I was right. The reverse. The reverse of the reverse psychology. <laughs> oh, wow. Computer, by the way, Mount Zion 28 to 17 gives him a 75% chance of advancing. 28 to 17. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, computer, not with a whole lot of close matchups, but it is the first round that's kind of a little expected. Mm -hmm. um, besides that, Quincy Notre Dame, Arthur Lovington game, the KZ Cumberland game is kind of close. Yeah. Um, those are really the only close ones they got. I guess Clinton Sullivan, 
computer has Clinton 3426. Mm-hmm. And so we will judge it just the same way we judge ourselves. So we will uh, see who gets out of here with the win. Go up against the uh, computer. Yes. The algorithm. Can we beat AI? Formula. Can we do it? It's the starting lineup versus AI. That's right. Not Allen Iverson. <laughs> no. I think we may lose to Allen Iverson. We might. All right. There you go. There you go. Extended pick'em edition. Wow. That... that I thought last week was long. Uh-huh. This one feels just as long, if not longer. Oh, it's longer. Because we added a third person and we had more games. Wow. Insane. So we'll tackle it all. Yep. And we'll tackle it all, uh, recap it all on Monday. I'll be in here bright and early tabulating scores. Mm-hmm. Yep. See if I can come back or if my season of Pick'em is over. <laughs> right. It's going to... This week's going to be big. Hey, if I can just beat the computer, I'm going to take it as a win. Gonna be that's, all, that's all I want. <laughs> I want to beat the algorithm. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, pretty good. All right. So uh, first, before we get to uh, NASCAR, any, any sort of NASCAR pick them, uh, let's get to uh, entertainment. What kind of entertainment are we having? All right. Weekend? After going over last weekend and totally falling on our face, Yep, last weekend was not a good weekend for you. We're coming back with nine, Travis. Oh, my. We're coming back. Here we go. Nine. Give me Browns plus three and a half at the Seahawks. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me the Pats plus nine and a half against the Dolphins. Hmm. Okay. I I just, I don't know. UConn plus 14 at Boston College. All right. You, you asked me yesterday, so I'm going to do it. Travis, Indiana plus 31 and a half against Penn State. <laughs> I mean, that is not uh, absolutely out of the realm of possibility with uh, the Penn State offense, but I don't know. That's going to be ugly. Cal plus 10 and a half against USC. <laughs> Stockpiling on USC there. Yeah, I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though I want to be wrong on this, Travis, Colorado plus 16 and a half at UCLA. Ooh, going with Coach Prime. Yeah, I, keep it within 16. Still I want know. him to take the L. I know, still, but still want him to take the L. Gotta cover. And my new my new favorite team, Travis, JMU minus 21 against Old Dominion. I'm all on the James Madison, and I'm going to keep fighting for him, and I'll keep picking him every week. So, nice. James Madison minus 21. Right. They're going to beat Old Dominion by at least 21. Uh, two more things. I got uh, Marte to win the World Series MVP. Ooh, okay. Plus 900 on that one. Yeah. Uh, there's good value there. And finally, give me Tyson Fury, minus 1,400. Oh, yeah. I forgot there's a boxing match. Yep. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tyson Fury in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Not the only combat sport going to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I know. Alrighty. Oh, I know. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yep. All right. All you got for entertainment. Yep. All right. So let's get to uh, this day in uh, sports history, and uh, it's also including the weekend as well. Yes. So we got a lot of them. So let's get into it. Mm. First of all, Travis, on this day in 2002, Emmett Smith passed Walter Payton to become the NFL's all-time leading rusher. Hmm. Okay. On this day, also in 2002, the Angels won their first World Series, defeating Barry Bonds and the Giants in Game 7. Garrett Anderson hit a three-run double. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember one. that one. 
On this day in 2004, the Red Sox won their first World Series since 1918. They completed a four-game sweep of the Cardinals and breaking the curse of the Bambino. Yes, they did. But, Travis, I, I gave you a bad, so I'm going to give you a good. So on this day in 2011, the Cardinals rallied to tie the Rangers on David Freeze's two-run triple in the ninth and win it on David Freeze's home run in the 11th inning to win Game 6 of the World Series and force Game 7. Joe Buck echoes his father Jack's famous call, We will see you tomorrow night. Yes. Oh, I gotta have the Go audio up. David Freeze, swinging a long one in the right. Get up, baby. Get up. Get up. It's at the wall. It is off the wall. One run in. Here comes Burton. Over to third goes Freeze. We're tied. Seven. Seven. Yeah. How about that? Unbelievable. That was the triple from yep. uh, Mike Shane in there, yep. and then I think this was the walk off. Three balls, two strikes. Payoff pitch. Swung on. High fly ball to center field. Hamilton going back. He's on the track. He's at the wall. It is gone. And the Cardinals have won it. A walk-off home run by David Freeze. Cardinals 10, Rangers 9. There will be a seventh game tomorrow night. That was the ESPN call. That wasn't as good uh, as, as I Joe mean, Buck, that's the stuff that I got from yeah. uh, the Cardinals. There. I think they played it on Greeny this morning, too. I heard it on the radio, so... Hmm. They were celebrating the anniversary of it, too. So. Yeah, there you go. It was an epic game, you know. On this day in 2013, Cordell Patterson returned the opening kickoff 109 yards, setting the record for the longest kickoff return in NFL history. Nice. On this day in 2013, Terrell Pryor, then a quarterback, rushed for a 93-yard touchdown against the Steelers, the longest ever rushing by a quarterback. <laughs> Terrell Pryor. How about that one? Wow. On this date, also in 2013, Calvin Johnson goes for 329 receiving yards against the Cowboys, the second most in a single game in NFL history. The most ever is 336 yards from 1989. That was done, Travis, by Flipper Anderson. Nice. I just wanted to include the name Flipper yeah, Anderson in what my... A, what a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, on October 28, 1962, YA title throws for seven pass touchdowns, still tied for the most in a single game in NFL history. October 28, 1995, the Braves defeated the Indians 1-0 in Game 6 to win the World Series 4-2. Tom Glavin and Mark Wallers combined on a one-hitter. David Justice's home run accounts for the only run as the Braves win their first World Series since 1957. Maybe the only World Series they win during the 90s, which is still a shame. Right, yeah, it's kind of odd that that happened that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, October 28, 2006, legendary Boston Celtics coach, general manager, and president Red Arbach dies of a heart attack at the age of 89. Arbach's 938 career NBA wins as a coach stood as the NBA record for nearly 30 years until Lenny Wilkins surpassed him in the 94-95 season. Mm -hmm. October 28, 2009, Steph Curry and James Harden made their NBA debuts. Curry had 14 points and a one-point loss to the Rockets and goes 0-for-1 from three-point range. Travis, yes, yeah, Steph Curry... Started out his NBA career going 0 for 1 from 3. Harden <laughs> played just 13 minutes for the Thunder and scored 5 points. Mm -hmm. Look at him now. <clears throat> I know, right? October 28, 2011. The Cardinals defeated the Rangers in Game 7 to win the World Series. Cardinals were twice down to their last out in Game 6, but Ryan take the series. David Freeze is named World Series MVP after providing the heroics in Game 6 and adding another two RBIs in Game 7. Yep, the famous what a team, what a ride yep. call for uh, Joe B there. So, um, yep, that one's pretty awesome. And again, the last time you won the World Series. Mm -hmm. 12 yep. years ago now. 
12 years ago. Don't remind me. October 28, 2016, the Indians defeated the Cubs 1-0 in the first World Series game at Wrigley Field since 1945. It's the first 1-0 World Series game at Wrigley Field since 1918 when the winning pitcher was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. How about that? Nice. October 28, 2016, also saw Russell Westbrook record his first triple-double of the season. He scored 51 points in a Thunders win. At the time, he became only the fifth player in NBA history to record a 50-point triple-double and the first since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar back in 1974-75 season. Kareem. All righty. October 29th, Travis. Ready? Mm-hmm. This will be Sunday. 1960, Muhammad Ali had his first professional fight as he beat Tunney Hunsaker in six rounds. Mm, that's significant. The greatest comes born. Yeah, nice. October 29th, 2003, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Bosh all make their NBA debuts. LeBron has the best night of the bunch, scoring a game-high 25 points and a loss to the Kings. Anthony and Bosh scored 12 and 11 points, respectively. Hmm. October 29, 2007, Brett Favre throws an 82-yard touchdown to Greg Jennings in overtime to beat the Broncos 19-13 on Monday Night Football. Okay. Is that nice. the one where it landed on his back? No, that was Antonio Freeman. No, yeah. Uh, October 29, 2008, the Phillies defeated the Rays in Game 5, which had been suspended by rain, to win their first World Series since 1980. Brad Lidge closes out Game 5 to finish the season a perfect 48-48 for 48 on save opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yep. October 29th, 2010, Boston Celtic guard Rajon Rondo records one of the most impressive triple doubles in franchise history with 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 24 assists in a 105-101 win over the Knicks. The 24 assists were the most in a game since 1996. And finally, on October 29th, 2018, Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors since an NBA single-game record with 14 made three-pointers in a 149-124 win over the Chicago Bulls. Thompson broke the mark set by Warriors teammate Steph Curry and went over the Pelicans November 7th, 2016. So, mm-hmm. back in 2018, Bulls doing Bulls things and giving up a lot of points. Just raining threes that night for Clay. 149 to 124. Talk about beast mode. Yeah, that's an NBA that's game. That's NBA player. beast mode. You should <laughs> you should be in the ballpark scoring 124 points. Uh, no, said you sure. lose by 20. Mm-hmm. But that is the Bulls. Yep, that's the Bulls. See if their player-only meeting helped. Yeah, right. It's got to. I mean, can't get worse. Ah, well, I guess it could. I guess it could. But alrighty, all we got left. Well, our next game is tonight. Yep, it is. It's the Raptors. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Only one one game in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No wonder they were frustrated. Yep. So, all right. They stink. They stink, they he says. Stink. Uh, they also have a game in Detroit. Yep. On Saturday. Yep. So, no better way. Just get, get two right games. Back on the horse. Yeah, get two games out of the way. The game's at the United Center tonight against the Raptors. All right, so the only thing that we have left here is a NASCAR and a NASCAR Pick'em. So two races left in our Pick'em, two races left in the NASCAR season mm-hmm. at Martinsville this weekend. Yep, it's the final cutoff race. Two drivers are already locked in, that being Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell by virtue of their wins the past two weeks. So they will be racing in Phoenix for a championship. Who will join them? 
Uh, right now, William Byron is kind of in a good spot on points. He's at plus 40 on the points. Um, and then it will be uh, Ryan Blaney, who's also above that cut line. Below the cut line right now is Chris Busher. He's in a must-win situation. Um, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr. Who's the final guy? Um, I'm missing somebody. Um, well, this Tyler is the Reddick. Wrong. Tyler Reddick. That's the wrong standing. Tyler Reddick is 10 back. Martin Truex Jr. is 17 back. Denny Hamlin 17 back. And Chris Busher is 43 back. Uh, William Byron, like I said, is plus 30. And Ryan Blaney's plus 10. So if there isn't a new winner, I think William Byron will get in for sure. Um, provided, you know, he doesn't wreck out in the first five laps kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he runs decently, he should, as he has most of the season. Uh, he won here at Martinsville last time we were here in the spring. Um, so it was either him or Kyle Larson. Either way, Hendricks are always good at Martinsville. Um, Ryan Blaney, uh, he hasn't run good at Martinsville. Tyler Reddick hasn't run good at Martinsville. Chris Busher hasn't run good at Martinsville. Uh, Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. have owned Martinsville. So it's going to come down to are can those two Joe Gibbs guys find a way to get in? One you'd think have to do it through the win, and then maybe one through points. But uh, when we were here earlier, it was Kyle Larson ah, who won. I, but I mean, Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin were right there. They finished yep. third and fourth. Yep. Um, I, let's see. Denny Hamlin actually led 36 laps. Yep. So Denny's always good at Martinsville. It's his home track. He's from Virginia, so he always um, likes this racetrack. And Martin Truex Jr., I mean, the place is called Martinville. So there's a reason <laughs> I mean, why it's gotta called be. Martinville. Yeah. He's got to be. I mean, a Denny Hamlin needs a win, uh, you know, if he wants any sort of a chance. Uh, people yeah. talking about a chance for a uh, championship to fight for his first one. He doesn't next week. need a win. Sure. He's 17 back. If he goes out there and wins stage one, wins stage two, that's 20 points right there. Hmm. Or even if he, you know, second and second. Sure, that's, but he needs a good performance. He, he, need, he needs to be up front. To even be yep. uh, in yep. the conversation next week. Can't have things breaking on his car like last week, mm-hmm. just randomly plowing him into the wall. Right. Martin Truex Jr. can't have an engine blow up on him. So yeah. uh, these are two drivers that I don't think anyone thought would be in this position right now. Mm-hmm. Um so, and, and, you know, the other thing is we're going back to Martinsville. We will not see a hail melon like we saw last year. However, with that being said, Travis, I wanted to spotlight a non-playoff driver. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm going to mention Ross Chastain. Uh, he has done, and, and his team more so, um, or whoever is in charge of his helmet, has done an amazing job for this weekend. I I think it's so cool. So he's in the moose scheme again. He's he's in the one again. That that red moose scheme, okay? Mhm. But then for his helmet, and I have a picture of it here. His helmet has been painted to look like it's rubbed up against the wall for the hail melon car. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, and like it has cool. the car on the back. 
but like it, it's scruffed like the side of the car, and they still have that uh-huh. original Hail Melon car still right. in the shop. It's just yeah. sitting there. So I love that they use that as the inspiration for his helmet for this weekend, just kind of to honor the one year anniversary of it. And it looks so, the yeah. detail on it's so cool. Yeah, it looks, looks like awesome. they took the helmet and just rubbed it up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it really does. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, very um, cool. So I, I wanted to, I saw that earlier this week, and I, I wanted to spotlight that. But we will not see yes. a Hail Melon this year um, because it is illegal. It's illegal. It. Yeah. Boo. Boo. I agree. No fun. Yep. <laughs> so, Travis. Yes. You don't get to pick first this time. I do not. Um, I lost. Because I won league. last week. I'm, yep. I'm down by four with two to go. Five points for a win. I have to win these next two weeks. Mm-hmm. I can lose this week. As long as you don't pick the winning driver. But then I have to pick the winning driver. I have to win one of these two races regardless. Uh-huh. I have to win one of the two. Mm-hmm. I'd rather win this week and then go on defense mode next week. Yep. As opposed to having to be super, uber aggressive. So I'm going to pick someone, and this may be I – I, you may say this may be a silly pick. I'm going to pick a guy, Travis, who – has not ran good recently. Mm-hmm. Has an average finish lately of 23rd and a half since Ooh. the playoffs started. Uh-huh. I'm going with Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. Yes. Okay. And the reason why, Travis, is because Martin Truex Jr. on odd number years uh-huh. has never not finished in the top 10 at Martinsville. Wow. In 2019, he finished eighth and first. He won the fall race in 2019. 2021, he won the spring race, finished fourth in the fall. And then earlier this year, he finished third in the spring. So he does not finish outside the top ten in Martinsville. And he's got three three wins in the past uh, five uh, nine races. Mm-hmm. So I'll take my chances with Martin Truex Jr. Take your chances. Yep. Hmm. Travis, who you going with? You're, I I can I can see you're torn. I am. You are. I had Be- two people in mind because there's one pick that a lot of people are picking to win this race, but I know you don't want to pick him. People picking Denny Hamlin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I know you don't want Denny to get a championship. No, I, I don't. You don't like Denny. I don't. I, I like Denny's, not <laughs> Denny Hamlin. Sorry, I mean, you haven't won a championship. I, I know, I feel bad for you, but you know, maybe if you just kept your mouth closed a few more times. I, I'm torn here because I'm torn because I'm torn between a guy that's in the thick of the playoff race and also I'm torn between a guy who's not in the playoff hunt as well. So that's why I... Mm-hmm. I don't know who to go with here. Um, but I, I was I had one guy in mind, and I had a backup just in case so you picked him. But Martin Truex Jr. is not the one that I thought you were going to go with. Okay. So I am going to pick. I'm going to pick Joey Logano. Ooh. Okay. Again, he's out of the playoff race. Uh-huh. So, I'm playing a non-playoff guy. This is now, I think, the second time, third time you've done it now? 
Pick someone who was eliminated in the playoffs in the playoffs, and you've gotten wins both times doing that. Yeah. So, so it's worked out. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's worked out. And I need sports books to get on. I need some updates. I, I need so I can put some entertainment on this. Oh. Uh, all I see is uh, futures for championships. Mm. I don't see the race yet. Yeah. They, they need to get on it. They do. I don't think it's supposed to rain. Maybe that's why they're not. Maybe there's. I mean, usually, usually they have where you can pick the winner, like uh, up to it, but they don't have like uh, other side props of top three finish, top ten finish. They won't usually come out with that until qualifying uh, happens. But nope, it's going to be nice, sunny and eighty there in Martinsville. Very good, like that, and uh, so that's going to be at one o'clock our time mm-hmm. on Sunday. There in Martinsville, so we're watching out for Martin Tricks Jr. and watching out for Joey Logano there. So that's what we got, and we'll be watching out that this weekend. We'll be watching the World Series, and of course, we'll be uh, uh, at playoff games yes. as well for high school football. So uh, that will do it here for us on a playoff Friday edition, and we'll be back on Monday to recap it all and also. Is set for some volleyball sectional semifinals as well. So until then, have a, a good weekend. Make sure whatever you're doing, stay dry this weekend. And we will talk to you again on Monday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out. <laughs>